Welcome to episode 19 of Mediavine On Air. I'm your host, Jenny Guy. The title of today's episode is TikTok You Don't Stop. And if you know the song we're referencing here, you've also probably had the thought that you are too old for TikTok. It's the social app that swept the world during the height of the COVID-19 shutdown. And the amazing Amy Flanagan came by the summer of live 2021 to prove all of the naysayers wrong. She's driving traffic from her popular TikTok account to her incredibly successful website, Bellyful. And in this episode, she gave all her tips so you can do it too. We've linked to her presentation and website in the show notes, so make sure to check her out in her element. And be ready to guffaw because Amy is not only super knowledgeable, she's also a riot. We'll be wrapping up our fourth summer of live with a bang in mid-August, so make sure to click the link to the Mediavine Facebook in the show notes and follow our page. You're listening to Mediavine On Air, the podcast about the business of content creation, from SEO to ads and social media to time management. If it's about helping content creators build sustainable businesses, we are talking about it here. I'm your on-air host, Mediavine's Jenny Guy. everyone and welcome one and all to another episode of the media vine summer of live as hard as it is for me to believe we are already to the end of july and so those back to school ads that we've been seeing for weeks are actually applicable now as kids across the country will be returning to school in some form or fashion in the coming weeks question was i the only nerd who thought this was one of the best times of the year like shopping for school supplies, selecting first day outfits. I was all about every part of it, both as a student and later as a professor. This was like magic time. Amy, what about you? Did you enjoy, did you enjoy that stuff? Yes. Okay, good. Good. Thank you for not making me feel like a sad little, a sad little Hermione here all on my own. No, no way. I mean, my my kids will even admit that they, they love going back to school shopping and Best. You know, picking up their folders and pencils and everything—it's the little things, right? And how how important was that? Like making the decision for the lunchbox. Like this is going to impact my entire year. Yes, yes. If I choose wisely, or you are going to be in trouble for the entirety of third grade. Clearly, even the even the color of your folders and your binders. Yes, all about you know how to prevent being teased, you know, yes. out, but yet you want to be unique. Yeah. Totally crucial. Like, yeah, very, very important. But, but before we get into all of that, there are still a few weeks of glorious summer freedom before the fall semester kicks off. And I would love to know how everyone is making the most of it. And I would suggest learning more about the social platform with the slogan, make your day which certainly ended up being true for me when I was doing a little research for this episode and promptly fell down a rabbit hole of puppy videos for (laughs) way too long. Like I was just next, next. That is right. Today we're talking about TikTok, the short video app that swept the world during the height of the COVID shutdown. And while all of us definitely needed its popular dance challenges to get through that rough period, the question remains for many of us, is this platform for content creators or not? So it's important. For everyone that's out there watching, do you have a TikTok account? Have you ever created a video for TikTok? Tell us in the comments. And while you guys are giving us your answers, I'm going to introduce our amazing guest who is crushing the TikTok game, Amy Flanagan. 
is the recipe developer and video maker behind the popular website, Bellyful, mixing food and fun into everyday life. After only a couple of months using the platform, Amy's TikTok reached over 500,000 followers and continues to grow. Join her as she shares her experience and helpful tips. Amy, I'm so glad that you are with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I love it. You're a delight. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to drop your slides in. She's going to talk about TikTok. And then for any questions that you guys have about TikTok, and I'm going to imagine you have a few, I have a lot, please drop them over into the comments and I will shoot them to Amy once she's done with the presentation. But for now, here we go. Amy, take it away. One of the things that I wanted to mention right off the bat is uh, I went through a website redesign and my designer had said to me, you know, I wouldn't, she, she suggested that I not include my TikTok icon with my other social media icons. At the time, I only had maybe 2000 followers. And, you know, she, like many people thought TikTok is not here to stay. It's not worth your time. You don't want to call attention to it. And I was pretty adamant. And I said, no, I, I want it there. I had already fallen in love with the platform just because it was just pure fun. It was an outlet for me. And I was like, nope, I want it on there. And so, of course, you know, she's like, okay, you know, we'll put it on there. And sure enough, you know, here we are all these months later. And it was definitely, you know, a smart thing to include. Not that you could, I couldn't have included it later, but, you know, I'm glad that I kind of jumped on the bandwagon right away. Obviously, with any new social media platform, it always helps to get in on the ground floor, but it's never too late, never, ever too late to get in and start using it. I love it. I, I love TikTok. It's my favorite. I mean, I could <laughs> waste an entire day, <laughs> waste an entire day on that platform, you know, watching, obviously, but um, creating stuff, too. It's just fun. Well, we're really excited to hear all of this. And we have a lot of people that are saying they feel intimidated They and more that they're enjoying TikTok as a user, but they're intimidated to start creating as a, as a content creator. So we are more than ready to hear your tips. I think that as you can see in, in, you know, in this first slide, I, I got on there, I started to create it is not difficult to grow on this platform, honestly. I mean, within you know, a few times of sharing content, you can grow, you know, to 10,000 followers pretty easily. I mean, I think the algorithm favors new content creators more so than some of the other platforms. So I say, don't be intimidated, you know, get, get started, get your feet wet and just start. And I did say, you know, I am a small fish in a gigantic pond. There are enormous content creators that have millions of followers, but there is plenty of room for smaller fish who can also grow. So don't be intimidated, get started. So this was one of the things that I wanted to talk about because right there's, I don't want to call it a rivalry, but you know, some people love, love, love Instagram and other people love TikTok. And one of the things with Instagram, I, I've had a very difficult time growing on that platform. I've been on Instagram forever. And it's for me, I think it's a harder, um, it's a harder place to grow. Whereas TikTok, I think the algorithm definitely favors 
uh, new content creators. And also you can kind of be a plain Jane like I am. I kind of think like Instagram favors people who like the perfect, the perfect looking kitchen, the perfect, uh, you know, pretty face and perfect clothes. Whereas I, you know, TikTok seems like, I mean, I, I can't, I don't really do a whole lot with my kitchen or myself um, and just get on there. And people don't seem to care as much. It's more, to me, it's more real life. I almost feel like it resonates more with people that they can relate. They look at it and go, yeah, she's got a messy kitchen. Guess what? So do I, you know, that's real life. So, and then one of the other things is if you're already creating content for Instagram, I mean, most people are on Instagram. If you already have content and you're creating videos for reels, oh my gosh, use it. Use it over on TikTok. The, the aspect ratio is the same. So you already have content that you can push over and see if it does well on TikTok. Don't think that you have to create brand new stuff. So it's like you already have this bag of stuff that you can carry over to another place. So do that. You can unless this has changed, as far as I know, you can create up to one minute of video within the app itself, but they recently changed it where now you can um, record up to three minutes. Actually, it might even be more, over three minutes. So that's kind of a new thing. So in the beginning, you were really limited to one minute, which is good and bad, but now you have more options. So if you do have content that stretches over three minutes, you can use that as well. Okay, so the apps features. I highly encourage everyone, if you get over there, take advantage of the apps features. Uh, it helps. It really helps. Uh, they have a really strong music library. Again, I always go back and compare it to Instagram because everybody's so familiar with Instagram. TikTok has an even better music library, I think. It's just bigger. They've had it for longer. Use their filters. They have a ton a ton of filter filters. I can't even keep up. Um, it seems like every time I log on to the app, there's a new filter. And one of the nice things is there are content creators on TikTok who walk you through the filters. You just have to search for it. You can use the hashtag filter creation or how to use filters, anything like that. And you'll find creators that give tutorials on how to use the filters, which for me was I mean, other than asking my daughter how to do everything, you know, the, the tutorials were really helpful. So, but use the filters um, because people do um, search for those hashtags, which kind of goes into the next point of um, participate in trends. Lots of trends on TikTok. There's voiceover trends, there's um, duet trends. I mean, there's so many. And again, make use of the hashtags because people will search for those and then you can see the different trends and participate in them but you know i mean there's something to be said for being unique i try to create original content but i also do participate in some of the trends because there's a reason they're trendy you know people enjoy them that's why they take off and that's why other people you know do it too so and then there's um other things called stitch and duet um, so you can stitch a video. So where you take somebody else's video and you kind of, you basically stitch it with your own video. So say somebody, a content creator asks a question, you film them or you take a portion of their video where they ask the question and then you film yourself answering it. 
And that's beneficial because you automatically are tagging the original content creator so they get credit. And then if their, um, if their original video did really well and was viral, now you're kind of tied to it. So you kind of theoretically come up in the algorithm under you know that hashtag or that trend. So that helps. And a duet is kind of the same thing. I mean, I see, you know, I, um, Jenny plugged in this, <laughs> this image of me. I was duetting. This was a trend a while back where these crazy athletic, gorgeous girls were doing these handstands. Well, I mean, I can barely like, sit down and get up without groaning. And I'm a big fan of Oreos. So I thought it'd be funny to kind of make fun of how athletic and perfect they are. And, you know, I'm old and, you know, not flexible at all. And so I did this duet where I'm just eating Oreos and you can see my caption. It said, you know, just watching is easier. And it was funny. You know, it's, it's just, it's, that's a fun way to duet something is to make fun of something, or you can also duet something and say how amazing it is. You know, those are, those are two really good ways to get involved on the app. So our, our, my, one of our graphic designers, Rosie actually put these images in and I bust a gut every single time I see you with the, the canoe paddle and the mashed potatoes. I lose it every time I crack up every single time. It's so good. It makes, I, I love it. I love that it. That was a funny one to do. And I didn't have a canoe. So, or a, or a paddle, I had to go on Amazon to find a paddle that I could use. So there's, I definitely have spent a good amount of money on buying props, but that is completely optional. <laughs> so now the question is, where is the canoe paddle? Do you just have like a random canoe paddle hanging around your house? Because you don't have a canoe. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well, not not currently. Um, I'm sure that you know. Actually, I haven't seen it in a while. I'm sure that my son confiscated it, and <laughs> you know, is probably doing something. Yeah, making use of it. Okay, so tips. So really, like, I mean, I think that these can really apply to any social media: Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram. Um, engage. You know, the algorithm likes to see engagement. So when you post a video, be, make yourself available. So when people who are following you post a comment, reply to them. You know, they love it. Your readers love, your followers love it, and the algorithm loves it. Post new content every day if you can. If you can. If you can't, you can't. And honestly, this is more of a um, do as I say, not as I do, because, you know, I kind of took the summer off. I've been dragging my feet this summer and I make no apologies for that. But, you know, it does hurt. It hurts when you're not consistent. I've noticed it. I, you know, you do, you lose followers. And then if you post something and your current follow, if you haven't posted in a while and then you do post something and your followers aren't interested, they're like, oh, you know, and then they unfollow you. So it definitely helps to be consistent. Be consistent, post every day. There are content creators who post more than once a day, which is, I mean, <laughs> it hurts my head to think about that. <laughs> but post, you know, when you can. If you, if you have something, don't wait. Don't say to yourself, oh, you know, this is great, but I think it'll be do better in two weeks. No, no, <laughs> post it now. 
unless it's seasonally relevant. I mean, unless it like has to do with Halloween, obviously you're not going to, not on TikTok, you're not going to post something about Halloween right now. But if it's evergreen or if it's generic, don't wait, post it right now. If you think that you have a good idea, get it out there. You know, don't sit on it and don't, uh, you know, think about a good time. You know, if you're thinking, oh, well, you know, 10 a.m. is when most people are on. Uh, you know, I just I found that it is so random. I've posted things on Tuesday that do better on, you know, that do better on a Tuesday than they do on a Saturday. And then I'll have something else that does great on a Saturday and flops on a Wednesday. Some things do well in the morning. Some things do well in the evening. It's there's really no rhyme or reason. If it is good content, it will get pushed out. It will. And I want to read something. I actually read an article. Um, I can't remember where it was, but I thought this was so interesting. That really, um, it changed the way that I create content. It says, shares, likes, follows, and what you watch, they all play a role in what TikTok shows you. But the most important metric is how long a user lingers over a piece of content. So every second you hesitate or rewatch something, the algorithm records that. So to me, what that says is you got to capture your audience right away, right? I mean, you have to you have to create something that's either, I mean, in my opinion, either helpful or entertaining. You know, that's really it. And you have to catch them right away, because if if you don't have like a if you don't have something um, interesting right away within you know five seconds, they click off. They keep scrolling. And the minute they do that, or the second that they do that, the algorithm has picked up on that. The algorithm immediately, you know, and the algorithm is not a person. Remember that, you know, it's data. So the data has picked up on that and they've said, okay, um, that person wasn't interested. Right away, they clicked off and they will be keeping track of everyone that, that does that. And that's how your stuff is going to get flushed out to the masses. So if you have something quick, I guess my point to this is I kind of think less is more. So even though you can share something that's three minutes long, I personally don't think TikTok favors that. I think that my sweet spot is between between 15 and 30 seconds. A 15 and 30 second um, video is usually, you know, where people will watch till the end. And that's important because the longer someone watches until the end, then they'll share it then the algorithm picks up on that, then they show it to more people and so on and so on. And then, you know, hopefully you get a, a viral video and that equates to more people following you. So I know it's hard to pack a good story into 30 seconds, but you can do it. <laughs> it's what it's about. That's what the whole, the whole platform, that is all amazing. Yeah, you have to oh, people are busy and have a short attention span. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, this is embrace that. Where everywhere else we're saying longer content, longer video, long like for the most place, this this is just like, no, just embrace the short attention span. Yeah. Hug it, hug it real close to you. Yeah. And enjoy that. And and yeah. So we guys, everyone, don't worry about the presentation. We're gonna drop that into the comments when the, the show is over. So don't have a problem, don't worry about taking dubious or copious notes, dubious, copious notes. I have a ton of questions from everyone. I'm actually going to start though with one that was burning for me, 
which is uh, Sarah Arswald said, I love your channel. This is the key though. Yes, that is the perfect part. But does your audience click over to your website or do they just stay on TikTok? I do get traffic from TikTok. So yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, on TikTok, you, in your profile, in your account profile, you can include a link. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I include my home website link. So bellyfull.net, that's what I have in there. You can put whatever you want. So if you're a recipe developer and you wanna push a specific recipe, you can put that link in there. If you're a crafter and you've got a craft website and you wanna link to a specific um, you know, knitting post, put that link in there, whatever link you wanna include. So I include my homepage. I think my homepage is somewhat sticky, so I just go with that. And um, I I get about forty five thousand clicks a month. Yeah, I mean it's significant. That's awesome. Now, yeah. granted, obviously that is going to vary depending on the size of your audience. You know, I mean I have a decent audience, um, and when I was posting regularly, that makes a big difference too. If you're churning out content every single day, you're going to have more eyeballs on your account. You know, TikTok's going to push it out. Um, and more people are going to click over, but yes, yes. It, for me, it is a, a traffic driver. So I'm going to ask a follow-up and I will, I will get to all of the, the follow-up questions from everyone as much as we can, but how long does it take you to conceptualize and plan and put the TikTok together? Are you, are you planning like you do with blog posts? Like I've got my editorial calendar and, and in three weeks, I'm going to TikTok about my, the backseat of my car. Like how, what is your workflow? Tell me like, how does it go? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, people who follow me regularly know one of my favorite things is to make fun of my family. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a parent, you know, and I, yeah. I've got a husband who's goofy and I've got, you know, a teenager that's grumpy and another teenager that's, you know, a goofball. And, you know, I just, I love making fun of real life, right? Because it's just relatable. It's so relatable. And I love making um, TikToks with my dog because again, who doesn't love a puppy? <laughs> so those are kind of my bread and butter. I am at heart, you know, a, a recipe developer. I mean, I have a food blog, but I have learned the hard way, you know, that's not really what my followers want. My followers want the funny. So what I try to do is do more of the entertaining videos with like a sprinkle of the recipes. That okay. has worked for me. That's worked for me. But I will say, and it was on a previous slide, I will say, stay, stay on message. I actually don't recommend doing what I do. I say, stay on message, stay on your brand. If you are a craft blogger, post crafts. If you are a recipe developer, post your recipes. And if you're purely there for entertainment, then do the funny, you know, um, and you can do a sprinkle of, of, you know, a little bit of this and that, but generally speaking, I would be consistent. But in terms of conceptualizing, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, it's kind of easy because I just make fun of my family all day. And I say, oh my gosh, that would be a good, I say this all the time. That would make a good TikTok. You know, or my daughter will say to me, oh my gosh, mom, that would be a good TikTok. And then I just jot down notes and then, you know, take it from there. And then usually I will spend one day just doing TikToks. Okay. So it's easier for me to just do them all in one day 
um, than doing one, you know, each day. And then what I do is my husband edits them in Final Cut Pro. I don't typically um, create content within the app. I do it on my phone because we because unless you're doing a duet or a stitch, the content needs to be edited. So I will hand it off to him and he'll put it together. And, you know, some TikToks take 10 minutes and then others take an hour. It depends if I have the whole family involved or if it's just me. You know, if you're just doing a voiceover, it takes 10 minutes. So we have. Yes. And I think that I wanted to just say that anyone who, who is familiar with Amy's website there's some humor there too, because that's who you are. So the Bellyful brand is not just, I mean, it's not just recipes, it's your personality too. So I don't see it as much of a departure from your TikTok to, to do humor because that's the Bellyful brand. That's yeah, who that's you true. are. That's true. Thank you. So yeah. I, yeah, I just think that that's, you, that's one of your gifts. So if one of your gifts is making things really pretty, people will want to see that, whatever that is, whether that's food or your beautiful um, living room or the great vacation trip or the outfit that you put together, whatever it is, what is your gift and, and showcase that on TikTok, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, one of the reasons that I kind of went over to TikTok is because so pa my husband, Paul, and I, we used to do um, a funny show on Facebook. Yeah. And, um, and we, we did it for a few years actually, and built up a following from that show. But you know, the Facebook algorithm is just not kind <laughs> to me <laughs> and it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. There was no ROI on it. And I do believe in having fun. I definitely think that it, you should do something that brings you joy because if you don't, it's just misery. So, you know, this is TikTok is fun to me. Creating the content is fun. It's the one platform that is not, um, it doesn't kill the joy. It brings me joy. <laughs> Good. So, that, so that's, you know, that's my outlet. And, but what happened is when the algorithms went uh, on Facebook, Paul said, you know what? Let's take it over to TikTok. And it works over there. It works, it works over there. That's awesome. And um, I think it's exciting. I wanted to, so we have a couple questions that are in this vein. We have Tori saying, is it necessary to do face to camera videos? And we have Michelle asking, hands and pans are not here. Is it, is it about the personal and visual connection? Not always. There are plenty of, so if we're, if we're speaking specifically about recipe development, there are plenty of content creators on TikTok that don't show their face. They just show their hands. Um, and they're very successful. So if you are someone who does, you know, does not want to show your face or speak on camera, don't let that um, deter you from getting on there. There's definitely, definitely uh, content creators on TikTok that are very successful without actually being on camera. You know, by making use of the, make use of um, their, the library, the music library, that helps because people search for that music. So put that in your background and you know make it fun try to make try to make the content fun and you can do that without actually being on camera so um, yeah it could be a good way to get started too like dip your toe in there absolutely um, absolutely so, you do that and see see if it resonates and you know and if it works and if it doesn't then maybe at that point you know try something new i mean something i know it sounds so cliche right ever since um, finding nemo but you know i do say just keep swimming i have a ton of duds a ton <laughs> of duds you know you have to 
you know, I, I have, I probably have more duds than I do virals. I, I mean, I do have a lot of viral content at this point, but I have way more duds. But if you let that, if you, if you put something out and you do it, say three or four times and every single one, you know, it doesn't resonate, keep doing them, keep doing them. I mean, I, I think I published, boy, probably 20, maybe even more before I had a, a something viral. So don't yeah. give up. And that ties into Leah's question, which is how often do you have to post to grow your account? I posted about a dozen TikToks and only have 15 followers. You know, I would say it depends. Is you said Leah? Is she Leah. is she is it food? Is she a recipe developer? I'm, I'm, I'm not certain. We'll have to we'll just have to see. Um Leah, will you share your niche uh in the comments? And let's we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what is the niche? You know, is it um she says Peloton, excuse me, Peloton. Oh, so exercise. Yes. Okay, so I'm not familiar with that. I mean, I know what that is. Um, but I don't <laughs> we know we saw the or we saw the Oreo TikTok. <laughs> yes. No, I mean I'm familiar with that is, but I'm not familiar with that um world, you know, of video. So fitness. You know, I don't follow the fitness accounts, so I don't know. I'd probably have to just see maybe a couple of her TikToks to see if maybe she could do something different. Are they, I guess I'd want to know, you know, are they entertaining? Are they helpful? Are, do they include tips? Like what is the, what's the message? What's the message? Um, and that's a great thing to put in right now to always be asking yourself, what's the message? What's the goal? How do I want my audience to feel when you're doing yeah. it? Yeah. And maybe, I don't know if, she, you know, Leah, maybe follow other accounts within your niche and um, engage on their TikToks um, because then maybe people will see, you know, your comment and then click over duet. Oh, I always say, you know, duetting is such a great way to call attention to your account. So somebody else that is doing a fitness video, duet that video. And Honestly, all you have to now, of course, you have to be on screen. So if you're not somebody that wants to be on screen, that could be a problem. But, you know, be on screen while you do at that video and you could have like a reaction video where they're doing something amazing. and You could just be sitting there and like, oh, my God, this is like incredible. That's all you have to do. Or, you know, you could depending on what they're doing, you could be like, OK, this isn't happening. Like I could never <laughs> like this is. This is crazy. I couldn't do that. Not that you're making fun of them, but you're kind of making fun of, you know, getting in shape. I did a ton of duets when I first got on TikTok and it, you know, people love them because they're fun. So try they that. Fun. And I wanted to also, she, uh, Leah has followed you. So she, she'll be on there on your, on your followers. But okay. we have a, another question saying, Michelle Price says, what percentage of original content do you put up versus the duets and the stitches? You said that you are doing, um, you did that a lot in the beginning, particularly. Yes. Um, I would say original, original content to um, duetting 80-20. Most of my content is original content. It's, a, it's original stuff that, you know, that I create, like I said, based on, you know, being influenced by my kids or my dog or just everyday life or cleaning the house. And then 20% is taking advantage of the the trends. 
And that's a great ratio. Love that. Okay, Rochelle says, not TikTok related, kind of. I love the fun food t-shirts you wear on TikTok. Where oh. you get them. <laughs> Thanks. They are fun. <laughs> she wants to know where you get them. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so um, a bunch of the t-shirts I got from, it's called, uh, is it five? It's either called $5 t-shirts. $5 t-shirts or I think it's called $5 t-shirts. <laughs> And then um, a bunch of them uh, have been given to us as gifts. So when Paul and I used to do our show on Facebook, um, we had t-shirt companies that, you know, gifted them kind of like a sponsor. And so we would mention them in our videos, you know, um, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I bought a, a couple of them on Amazon. But most of them come from, I want to say, five, gosh, I, I actually haven't bought one in a while. So now I can't remember, but I, I want to say it was $5 t-shirts because when you when you do a much, enough of these videos, it gets expensive. Yeah. Right. I mean, these t-shirts are like 20 bucks a pop, but this $5 t-shirts, they're like five bucks. Um, yeah, so good. Fun. So the, I'm glad that the name is not a lie. Thank you for letting us know. Uh, Lacey says. I noticed recently, and this ties into something we've been talking about on Instagram reels. If I use a trending sound that my reel will get more views as opposed to original sound content is TikTok the same way. Does using trending sounds help increase the reach? Yes. 100%. Yes. You, go ahead. No, you go. Um, definitely. Definitely take advantage of the music library. And when you're in TikTok, you can search up um, favorites, popular, like you can, they have a section where you can search for actual music. And within that section, it will show you like what's popular, what's trending. And what I've done in some of my videos, even when I'm talking, I will include that music in the background really, really quietly. So you can't wow. hear the music. You can, you know, you just have it in the background so that the algorithm picks up on the music being there, even though it's not really there. Well, it's there, you know. I so, love it. Pamela says as a follow-up question, should I try to match my music to the theme of my TikTok or just go with the trending sound? Oh, either. If you if you can find music that matches your TikTok, like it is just on point, do that. Because followers love that. Followers will actually say, um, wow, you know, you couldn't have picked better music for this, this content. They'll pick up on it. That will definitely pick up on it if it oh. is really on point. If it's kind of eh, then I would say no. Try to use something that's trendy. You know, because again, I go back to if it's trending, there's a reason it's trending. If something is popular, there's a reason it's popular. It's because people like it and that's what people want. So even if you've heard the same song a gazillion times and you're so sick of it, you know, use it anyway. Lacey Curtis said, do you have a good resource for figuring out the edits? My 12 year old son showed me, but I just can't remember them easily. And I struggle to upload something decent. Will you tell us about uh, Paul's work in Final Cut Pro? Oh, I should sh <laughs> look at him. Um, you know, unfortunately I can't. So he's, he's a video guy. Um, he actually Lovely. used to, he used to work in major league baseball, not as a player, <laughs> but, um, doing video production. And so that's kind of his background. And he's the video guy. I mean, if I tried, he did it, he um, edits my um, recipe videos too. 
I don't, I don't even edit those because I don't know how, and I don't have time and thank goodness for him. He just, he knocks them out like that. So I don't know how to give tips and tricks on that, unfortunately. That's okay, but at the at the least, he's using Final Cut Pro, and you're not creating them natively in the app for the most part. You're creating them outside and then uploading them into the app. No. And I know a lot of um, content creators use Premiere, which my understanding is even better than Final Cut Pro. So if if people are using Premiere, don't think you have to use Final Cut Pro. I think Premiere is actually better. But and Rochelle he, just said InShot actually. And oh. they have a setting for TikTok. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Then use so, that. Yeah, jump on that. I'm not okay. familiar with that program, but if there's something that can that specifically caters to TikTok, then use that. Anything to make life easier. Totally agree. Leah said we talked touched on this a bit, but how important are hashtags for people to find your content? And if so, how do you research appropriate hashtags? So I think hashtags are are very important on TikTok. I have not found them to be important on other platforms, but I do think that they help on TikTok. So again, going back to, if you go to the TikTok home, I'm going to call it the homepage, they have sections that will show you what's trending, what's popular. They break it down into different categories and each one has a hashtag. So you can see what hashtags are being used for popular content. So yeah, it, it definitely helps to, to look at those hashtags and use them. Because people do, they search for them. They search for those hashtags. That's how, that's how I found a lot of stuff. I mean, use the inspiration. I think that's great. Yes. Um, we have some people asking about, Brenda said, do you recommend sharing TikTok videos to your other channels? And then we also have a question from Pamela that says, does Facebook frown upon videos copied to their platform? So are you Facebook. repurposing your talks, your TikToks? Is there a shortage thing? Do you call them you replacing Facebook, your ticks? Facebook frowns on everything. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, so I do, I, I cross promote my stuff everywhere. I feel like if you are putting the time into creating your own original content, absolutely take advantage of all the platforms because it's yours. It's your content. You own it. You created it. It's yours. So no matter how small or how big your other channels are, use it. And what's the worst that can happen? I mean, I've shared some of my TikToks on when I can remember, because I mostly share my recipe stuff on my Facebook page. But if I can remember to share a TikTok, especially if the TikTok is viral, if I share it over on um, Facebook, you know, some of them have done um, horribly. They just tank, nobody cares. And some of them have done really well. So, and don't get also, you know, with Facebook. So when you do a TikTok, you know, your aspect ratio is what nine nine by 16 i mean it's vertical don't worry about you know everyone thinks that on facebook you only can share like a square video no <laughs> you can you can absolutely share a portrait video you can share a landscape video yeah so and i've had some that have done that don't go anywhere and some that have done really well and as i mentioned earlier i absolutely take those videos and share them on reels I definitely share them. And on they reels. have the same aspect ratio, as you just said. Yes. So there's no yes. reason not to, yeah, reuse the yes. heck out. Maybe put some I, different music, different effects. Right. And I don't, is the, is our reels, are you still limited to a minute on reels? Because that, so that's, so that's the one thing if you share over a minute on TikTok, but 
reels will only allow a minute, well, then your video is going to get cut off. But if you have, say, 59 seconds on a TikTok, oh my gosh, you could totally share that on, on reels. I just started getting my feet wet into YouTube shorts because that's another one. I mean, I know it's in beta, but I think I think most people have it now. So I just started taking my TikToks and sharing them over on YouTube. They have not caught on over there. You know, YouTube is very, very different. Very different. You know, YouTube, different the spot I think is like 30 minutes. Yeah, their whole goal is to keep you on there just watching, yeah. watching, watching for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So But I'm yeah. you know, I'm gonna keep trying. Yeah. If it's something that, that YouTube is trying to pour their, their resources into, it's the same with Instagram. If they're yeah. telling you that that's what they want, yes. you got to do it because they're telling you, this is what we want yes. you to do. Do the thing. Yeah, I um, totally agree. Okay. So we are unfortunately out of time because I could sit here and talk to you all day long. But I, before we go, I wanted to ask you, we've got some other questions lingering here about how to get that traffic going back to your website and making a great ROI for yourself. So if you will, if you will, that plus maybe the, the just one tip to get somebody off the fence and on to TikTok. And I'm going to let you think about that while I make a quick announcement, which is that guys, next week, the summer of live continues Wednesday, August 4th will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time. The man, the myth, the legend himself will be here. Mediavine CEO, Eric Hochberger. We were actually going to do a SEO topic, but instead we have so many Mediavine updates going on right now and so many products that we want to talk to you about that we're actually going to push Google Search Console to September and talk about Mediavine updates next week. So all of the things, all the questions, bring them to us. I will have him captive and we will discuss so bring your questions and join us next week. Now, Amy, you've been incredible. We're gonna share your presentation in just a moment. We can find you at Bellyful and we've got your TikTok linked in the presentation as well. So people can come find your hilarious videos. But tell us, how do you drive the traffic and get people off the fence? Share content that you enjoy making um, that's true to your brand. Again, if you're a craft blogger, share crafts. If you're a food blogger, share recipes and mix in some humanity to it um, and just you know be consistent and take advantage of all the features that the app offers and include a link um, you know put a link in your bio and is as your channel grows people will go to your account and they will click on that link it's clickable. I mean, that's the nice thing. They don't even have to swipe up. <laughs> they can literally click that there. link. So nice. Nice. And you know, and it's not just about traffic. I've gotten some good brand work out of it too. So there's always that. Well, you've won me over. TikTok sounds like it's a platform for content creators. And I'm very, uh, I'm very impressed because I came into this with, I was a hard no, but you plus the puppies. You've done it. <laughs> Puppies, man. Everybody get a puppy. Everybody get, get a puppy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pamela, we will, we will, we've got some questions. We'll answer you offline. Amy, thank you so much for being here, everyone. We will see you next week. Thanks, everyone. On Air is brought to you by Mediavine. If you're creating amazing and original content, we are here to help. From ad management with maximum earnings and 24-7 support to cutting-edge WordPress plugins, our team has your back. Want free tips in your inbox? Subscribe to our newsletter at mediavine.com slash subscribe.
If you're a Mediavine on Air fan, and why wouldn't you be, please give us your five-star rating love and subscribe wherever you're listening.